Oh, I'm changing things up on you this week. It is Game of Thrones. This is Lord Bippian from House Bip with this week's Fantasy Baseball Podcast. First off, want to shout out to Lord Starko as he sits on the throne for week three. So looking at Starko's team, excellent week as he had 13 home runs. Three coming from Sal Perez, one from Trevor Story, three from the Grandy Man, two from David Peralta, one from Odubel Herrera, and three from Miguel Sano, who seems to be breaking out of that funk. His pitching, five, five wins and six saves, so a great overall uh, combination there. Uh, so very, very good week, both from offense and pitching. Uh, only had four stolen bases, three coming from Odubel, so that's probably the one category he was slacking. Miguel Cabrera batted 0-95. What is going on there? Two for 21. Sounds like he belong on, belongs on Wonder Boys teams if he's going to bat that low. Christian Yelich with a 417 batting average. Ian Kinsler with a 320. Miguel also know 321. Matt Duffy, 417. Curtis Granderson, 360. Salvador Perez, 333. All this with Miguel Cabrera even batting under 100. Pretty crazy. But uh, great week three, Lord Starko. After three weeks, who is the mother of dragons? Who is taking over the world? Well, offensively, probably no surprise, it's Bryce Harper. Sits out yesterday and still manages to hit a home run. Nine home runs, 23 RBIs, has more walks than strikeouts. Is batting 323, has three stolen bases. Mike Trout, what? On the pitching side, it is our boy Jake Arrieta. 31 innings, had a no-hitter last week. Four games, uh, four, four games this year, four wins, 26-6 strikeout. A .87 ERA, .68 whip, and there's some crazy quality start record that he is going to crack. It's at like 26 or something like that. So Fairbanks, enjoy that ride. Bob, enjoy Bryce Harper. You know, Bob had Arietta last year. I'm not sure what he traded him for. I think he might be kicking himself for it. But um, Bob did get a haul for him, I'm sure. Let's make our way around the different kingdoms here and look at how some of the other houses did. We had House Get Smart, who struggled in the ERA category, having a 6.42 ERA for the week, thanks to Max Scherzer. Now, if you look at Max Scherzer in the last couple of months last year, he also struggled. So something else going on with him? Who knows? Keuchel not striking people out. And giving up hits, and then Wask decided to start Matt Shoemaker this week. Those three combined for a 4.1 ERA, and the other pitchers brought him down a little bit. Wasik fell four spots in the ERA standings this week. That is not going to help you out. Andres Galarraga moved up two spots in the overall standings. Great contributions from Yodano Ventura, who had two wins. Hey, Dexter Fowler's still hot. That's helping Dan stay in uh, in the hunt. Dan and, and Lord Hurd. Fowler supporting like a 500 on base percentage. As you know, as long as they keep playing the Reds, I think he'll be all right. More bad news from Hot Poop, as he has probably as many guys on the DL or demoted this week as people have been decapitated in the Game of Thrones series. 
Cole Hamels is starts being skipped, and Byron Buxton just got demoted to the minors. Taking a break from looking around the league, let's talk about my boy this week. Blue, you're my boy! Thank you, sir. My boy this week is Roughnet, or is it pronounced Rugned? Either way, Hodor has gotten off to a pretty good start. The average might not be there. It's at 246, but in 19 games, he has 10 runs and 13 RBIs, four stolen bases, and two home runs. So he's can kind of contributing everywhere. A lot of this is coming from the bottom of the order, too. As soon as they realize that Ian Desmond sucks and they stop playing him at the top and they put Hodor down at the uh, top of the order, his numbers could increase. He's a C2, so Hodor will be around for quite a while on Lord Bip's team. Where is the beef? That's not how it goes. Where's the beef? Beef Wellington, huge week. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six home runs in the past ten days. Crazy. He is on team smoke and poke. Uh, hopefully they started him. I didn't go back to check, but monster week from Wellington Castilla here. Uh, Jose Atuve still carrying smoke pokes team. Jose Abreu, not helping that out at all. They have 183 average. Nick, make your move to get him on your team now. They're still hanging tight on Ketel Marte. 233, zero home runs, one RBI, two stolen bases. Melky Cabrera, nah, he's doing all right. Gita Martinez, two home runs. Justin Upton, 214, one home run. Uh, that's the look around on Smoke and Poke. They just made a trade with... Lord Gary, house of last place. Uh, Gary acquired Joey Gallo, who he can keep for this year and two additional years. Also got Solaire, who he might be able to flip if Solaire does anything. While Smoke and Poke gets Kyle Seeger in return, who had been struggling until yesterday, until they faced that Angels lineup. Uh, I also made a trade with Gary as I acquired Steve Shisek and gave up Ken, Kenneth and Giles right before he got bombed against the Red Sox. I also threw in Andrew Heaney, who is currently on the DL, but a dollar. Keep him for two years. That is the look around this week. It is going to be a shorter show this week. Hopefully we do have some guests coming in at the end of this week for next week's episode. Just want to remind you on some of the rules that had just taken place kind of put into place this year. If you click on my team slash roster, scroll all the way down to the bottom, you will see in little grayish font uh, your active salary. Ignore that. That means nothing to you. It, you will then see your total salary. Remember, your total salary has to stay at 225 or higher, cannot go more than 375 So as these trades start happening, make sure your salary is in between those two. If you get to 375 great, can't go over. If you get to 225 great, can't go below that. So as you are such rebuilding or you start making these trades, make sure you keep your salary in there. That is your total salary. That includes the players on your DL, players on your bench, obviously everybody on your active roster. So that is our salary cap rule. If something happened where somebody made a trade or picked somebody up or something like that that put them up or up below the uh, salary cap, what we would do is we would uh, hopefully find that as soon as possible and go backwards and they would have to redo everything they did 
uh, in order uh, for them to get back to where they were when they had a legal lineup. And then if they wanted to go in and rework that trade or whatnot, they could go ahead and do that. So hopefully we don't have any problems. Make sure you guys keep taking a look at that, especially as you make trades. You keep that in mind. I don't know if we can set it so it says the minimum uh, salary. Although uh, if you go, because if you go above 375, I believe you get an ineligible message up at the top of your screen. If you go below, I don't think you'll see that. But uh, just be kind of aware of that. Also, I did catch a uh, contract that was wrong. We had a, a little bit of an issue where the free agent contact contracts did not reset in the offseason. So anybody that was not drafted, um, or I'm sorry, anybody that might have been drafted or picked up in the C or whatever, they might have had a contract already uh, attached with them that might not have been the one that you had uh, drafted them for or you had uh, picked them up in the C draft. So um, please just... If you look at your roster every week, just kind of make sure that it's all up to date, it's all correct, so we can figure that out, and hopefully that doesn't mess anything going forward. Thank you again for listening. This is Lord Bippian with a under 10-minute podcast, um, but hopefully you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next week.